Hey guys, so last night we had our monthly community event on Zoom. We got to hear your stories, talk to you. It was amazing. And we want you to be at the next one. It's October 13th. So all you have to do is click one of the links in this bio. You'll see where it says community event. Click that link and register for free. Also at last night's event, we also unveiled our new community platform, which we're excited about. We're about to talk about it in this podcast. So check it out. That, that link is in the description as well. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is going on, guys? It is Jordan, and we got Ross the boss in the house today. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah. Um, man, we are back with another episode. Don't forget, go to check out speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email if you haven't already, and leave a review, homie, homie G. Leave a review on this podcast or subscribe. Um. We had a meeting last night, which was pretty cool. We had our monthly community event on Zoom, which we had a nice little glitch because we had 200 and, or 130 people that couldn't get in because our Zoom, I guess, had a limit of 100 people or something. So, But yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun. Eventually, when we got it, the doors fully opened after 20 minutes of people trying to get in, you know, we had about 140, 150 people in there. And it was, dude, I, I loved it. Um, cause for the first time it was a chance for us to, you know, you know, Ross, when we go live on like even having this podcast or when we're live on Instagram, like the people that we see the comments, but you actually can't have conversations. You can't hear, hear real stories. And yesterday we specifically talked about the mandates and, um, also we gave out a religious exemption, but we got to hear a couple stories from, I believe one lady was named Alex and she lives in Texas and she's losing her job in about two weeks. And she's already had her backup plan. But when you start, when you put a face with a story and you kind of hear it in a comment, like, I'm going to lose my job in two weeks. That's one thing. But well, yesterday was just was kind of game changing for me because there's real people and these mandates are affecting real jobs and there's yeah. consequences for it. And, you know, that we know who they're affecting, too. This is not this is not the government putting something out that's like, ah, Anybody that's got a beard, uh, it sucks, but like there's this thing that's happening. It's like, nope, very specific ideological patterns are the people that are being targeted for almost all of the oppressive mandates that are happening. You lose yep. your job if you don't want to get vaccinated. Well, who doesn't va- who doesn't want to get vaccinated? I don't know. Anybody that has a problem with the current administration or thinks that it's not trustworthy, so we punish those people. How do we punish them? You literally are stopping them. Guys, you're literally stopping them from being able to generate wealth. Right. Like at the end of the day, imagine there's 10 people in a village and there's no electricity, no nothing. And we rewind 5,000 years. You walk over, there's 10 people in a village and then you stop one of them from being able to come to the cart to get like some of the fruit that you brought to them. That's, that's what's happening. It's just happening in a modern age. So it doesn't feel like that so much. Yeah. So true. I mean, we had another, I believe it was Amber. She came on. We talked to probably five or six different people, and with Amber, you know, she's going through a very similar thing. She's in California, and she's like, you know, but with Gavin Newsom, the moment Gavin Newsom came in, they really slammed these mandates. And I was just completely honest. I, 
I said, you, you really might want to start considering, you have to start considering a backup plan. I think you even said, Ross, you're, you said, um, you yeah. have, like, it's, it's hard to think about it, but once you start planning it out, like the what ifs, if this does happen, it's scary to, not to what really adds more stress to it is when you don't plan out and think what you would do if, if X, Y, and Z did happen. Yeah, because exactly. things that make you stressed are things that you know you should have done but didn't do. And I think everybody knows we probably should have like an emergency plan for like, what if they start going door to door? Yep. You know, like that's not that insane. It probably won't happen in Republican, you know, cities so much. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We're seeing it creeping everywhere. I'm just wondering how much longer, like the CDC just started their gun little, you know, violence thing they're worried about <laughs> and it's like oh what are you guys what are you guys gonna say next week that's, what that's does a the cdc emergency. what does the cdc have to do with guns yeah well they're I don't, who knows it's it's a, it's a disease apparently it happens whenever you touch <laughs> whenever you touch a gun and you realize that hey i can shoot back if they try to shoot at me i guess it's a disease that comes with that knowledge unbelievable well we've been working on these last two months and we talked about this for the last the last 20 minutes of our community event, which we are doing every month. Uh, when's the next, Wes, when is the next one? October 13th. Our next community event is October 13th. Um, and if you would, we will put that link in the description of this podcast. If you would want to sign up for our next community event, um, we're going to be doing them every month. And, um, you know, it's, it's, we kind of format it where we talk about one specific issue and we give away some really good resources um, me and we hear stories from you guys have some Q and a, my favorite part, honestly, is hearing, ta hearing your guys story. Um, but then as well, we will also show you the community platform that we've been working on. We're still in a soft launch. We went into beta last month. We are launched soft launch last night. The doors will still be open for the rest of the week. And then next month we'll go into full swing. Um, but we're excited about this cause we've been working on it for now a little over almost three months now. And this, one of the main things that we always have heard from you um, is, and this is why we created Speech Without Fear in the first place, was you guys feel alone. You don't have like-minded people. You wish that you had a community of people that you could go to or ask questions or share resources, share information. And right now, the way that social media is set up, even for me and Ross, is like we have us, and if you're on Rumble right now, you can see this, but let's just say that there's me and Ross in this middle. There's this dot in the middle, and everyone is coming. They're DMing us. Everyone is coming straight to us where we wanted to create a platform where everyone can go everywhere and everyone is fully connected, where you're not reliant on having to go through just us, but you could actually access the entire community that is around around us and in our community. And that's why we created this because we know that, you know, one of the things that we talked about last night was, hey, if your job is about, is it issuing the mandate because of the new federal mandates that Joe Biden just put in, the, the, what you have to do is one, obviously you're not gonna quit, you do a religious exemption, but the main thing is you want to start organizing with your organization. Find people in your job that feel the same way and make sure you guys go together as a group. We also talked about becoming a citizen independent journalist, where we need to start. One thing that we talked about in this last pad, podcast with Maggie, we said, how do we, how do we pressure our politicians to actually do, our, do the job that we hired them to do? If they don't start doing their job, you shame them. We're at that point where we do not negotiate with communism. You don't. 
There is no because there's on their end there is no no negotiation, and so these are the things right. that we talked. That's, that's the all they're doing is waiting out these annoying meetings that they have to have with anybody that opposes them, and then acting like they're going to do something, and then not doing something. They're doing it everywhere. Republicans, school boards, like they basically realize that if they placate, we just have to make it so annoying and inconvenient by shaming them that they're not able to just go with the standard. Like you need to be outside these people's houses. You need to be outside these people's businesses. Not, no violence, nothing like that. But you need to be like, you need to be re like, hey, my kid had to wear a mask again today. And I noticed that you woke up and didn't wear one when you came out to your in place of employment. You know, seems like you don't actually do what you say everybody else should do. The kids are just too dumb to know that you're full of shit. So they just let it go. And, and you're recording them you. while you're and and you're recording them while they say that, or you wear a little camera. Right. I'm like, this is what we have to do. And you, honestly, guys, you can't blame. You can't blame the politicians for not wanting to do their job because we haven't kept them accountable for the decades that they've been in office. If yeah, they've I, been getting I, fat and happy for like 20 years. You're walking into like a Walmart that's basically had one person who's paying every do everybody $3 less than they should sucking it all up for themselves and has been stealing all the meat from the back yep. and they're losing. <laughs> and then he's just got his legs up and his pants are undone. And he's watching TV and the whole thing's a muck. And you're like, what's happening? You walk in and you're like, dude, what are you doing? And he's just like, I don't know. And then he calls the other Walmart people and he's like, they're coming for us all guys. Lock the doors instead of changing and doing what we should do. Lock the doors so they can't get in and figure out that we're doing this quick. And so that's basically the analogy of what's happening right now with all these old elected people that basically have gotten used to the get fat, rich and happy and just make sure you pat everybody nice. on the head. Old, good old boy <laughs> culture is going to be gone soon because you're starting to mess with mama bears and dads. And you're starting to mess with not just that. You're starting to mess with our bloodstream. You're starting to mess with freedom. You're starting to talk about, you know, freedom is selfish. And you're going to awaken the beast, dude. And it's not going to be good. That's so true. I, I love what a story. I love it. Ross just comes up with these stories, man. And they're, they're just perfect. Perfect <laughs> analogy. Um, but yeah, so you don't negotiate with communism. And so that's why we created this platform. You know, we've had 30, we had 30 people uh, in the beta in the month of September and we just launched, we just had another community event last night. We had another um, where you have about I think 60, 60 or seventy people in there now, and uh, we know that when we open this thing fully up to the public, it's it's going to be it's going to be popping. But what I'm really excited about is this one. There's three there's three objectives to this community platform. Number one, we want people to connect. We just want everyone to be able to share information. You guys have a question. We're going to have nurses in there. We're going to have lawyers in there. We're going to have um, it's like, there's going to be so much information we're going to, and everyone's going to share it. We're going to, we have a resource tab in there where people can put their exemptions and whatever it is that the first thing is connecting to is education. And the way that we're going to do that, obviously one is through resources, but the main reason is we're going to have a couple different classes. The first one that we are starting off with is the constitution one-on-one class. We are uh, doing that in partnership with Hillsdale college. We're all going to be taking the class together. We're all going to be in the same room. We're taking it live. It's about 30 minutes. Then we're going to have about five to 10 minutes of discussion with me and Ross and some of the other, other uh, people, uh, contributors in, within the platform. And then we're going to break out into breakout discussion. And we will all, we are all, this is going to be an interactive thing. This isn't just going to be watch Jordan and Ross talk for an hour. That's not, that's not what's happening. We're building community. We'll be, the time that we finish that class will be a three month course every single week. The time that we finish that class, you will know the entire constitution. And so this point we have connect, we have educate, and then we have empower. Oh, sick. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. And so if you want more information about this, you can do one of two things. There's a link in, in this podcast. Or yeah, just there's a link in this podcast that you'll see about the community platform. You click on that. There's three different tier levels. Um, and guys, you guys have asked us so many times, how can we financially support you? Or we want to be a part, we want to be more involved. And we did not know what to do other than this, which was, you know what, let's create a platform where we can all come together. We can all learn together. And then we are going to get activated together. We're going to organize together. And so I love it. Um, we're expecting to have a couple hundred people in this platform within by next month. And uh, we'll see where this goes. But I'm, I'm pumped. Ross, what are you most excited about this? And then, then we can get into the rest of the conversation for today's podcast. Oh, man. I mean, well, look, everybody wants to figure out how they can support people. Everybody would love, you know, when we get when we go on lives on Instagram, we get badges and stuff like that. Everybody's like, oh, I wish I could give to these guys. And like, this is a really streamlined way that Instagram doesn't get to take 50% of the gift that you tried to give. And it actually gives to something that you can be like, I know I have a safe space, literally a safe space where you're allowed to actually share your opinions that are legitimate. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we need a safe space now where we don't get canceled for just saying sentences like, I think biology might still say that a boy's a boy and a girl's still a girl. <laughs> you know, like the fact that like you, you need a safe space for that because it's only a matter of time before that's an infraction that gets you landed, that gets you landed in the can. So like that and then being able to actually connect deeper to the people and make a better impact on their lives to give them actual advice to have quick Q&As to have meaningful relationships get built on this platform and then be able to invite other people into that and I mean all basically streamlining everything you need to be a patriot you know what I mean this yeah. guys we're going to everything you need to be a modern patriot how do we make the minutemen Right. The Minutemen were, were created at a certain point because we needed people to be able to do rapid response in case the British showed up somewhere. So each one of them had like a little a Minuteman kit where they knew what they were supposed to do when something happened. And this is the ideological version of that, of how we have to fight the information war. And we're getting everything ready in one particular spot. And all you have to do is pay a fee for it so that you can actually have access to it. But everybody pays fees to bullshit stuff in their life already that is significantly <laughs> less valuable than this. Like, yeah. bro, the average direct TV bill is like 180, 160, 210. The average phone bill that you pay for a family is like 220, 240, 280 yeah. in some cases, bro. And in like your average car payment, right? 400 $400 a month is the average car payment, I think, in yeah. the United States right now. Fast forward five years and you paid $400 a month. What do you have to show for it? How much is your car worth in 10 years? Almost nothing. And you put all that money into something that didn't even benefit you in these particular ways? Dude, any 80-year-old version of a person who's participating in this conversation now who hears this podcast, when they turn 80, they'll go, Actually, that would have been a really smart investment comparatively. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, it's so going to be a no-brainer as yeah. to why in the world everybody would want to do this, dude. I pay stupid subscription fees for some I really know. dumb stuff, bro. I know. And I'm Same. like, of course. My of fantasy course. football is like $20 a month just to ha listen yeah. to a podcast once. So I pay $20 a month to listen to a podcast and get like a dynasty trade calculator uh, so that when I do make my trades, I know that I'm not off. Um, like I pay $20 a month to do that. So, I mean, I, I it's, it's going to be great guys. We're not only that, think about food, dude. How many people yeah. go out to eat once a day, get a little yeah. something, right? 12 bucks, 12 bucks, 12 bucks. Dude, yeah. you're paying 400, $500 a month and literally crap that you can't even remember that you spent money on. How much cooler would it be to put, you know, 50 bucks, shoot a hundred bucks into something that you're like, 
I helped wage war against the thing that I think is actually detrimental to the human race. What yeah. a cool opportunity. So anyway. Uh, it's yeah. great. And we're going to be doing life together. That's what this is about. We're, we really are. We're gonna, there's events every single week. There's live events. But a lot of it's going to be really interactive. A lot of and not only that, we'll probably eventually throw some like actual events. Real physical, yes. I know. Yes. I know that I'm going to be throwing some events down here with Citizens in Force soon, and I think I'm going to have you come down and talk with it. I have Sick. I have a couple funders that want to do it. And I'm going to get see if we can get some you know some ways to get people down to have fun, you know, to just unite the entire Patriot movement across the U.S. Man, because we come need on. to help. I agree. Well, I mean, that is a uh, so yes. If you want to get more information on the community. You can uh, click the link in this description, um, or you can also click the link uh, community on our website. But that is the <laughs> – I love Ross. I love Ross the boss. He's just he – <laughs> he's giving me this smirk. If you're not seeing this on Rumble, he's just giving me this smirk. We're, we're just excited to connect with you guys. Um, and we're going to have so many – like what I'm also looking forward to is there's so many people that want to get involved. Nurse Michelle. Nurse Michelle is a, is a nurse that's been on Instagram, and a lot of people look to her for information. She's going to have her own little section where she will be answering any questions when it comes to COVID. We're going to have lawyers in there that will help you guys out with um, with with mandates and what what are your rights. And you know, which Yoder even said he'd come to one of the one of the Constitution courses and speak for a little bit. So we are going to be bringing in a lot of these people, a lot of the guys that you watch on our podcast. We're going to bring them in. They're going to be part of the community themselves. Some of them are going to be community leaders. I know Anthony Watson, he spoke on the live last night. He also spoke at our community meeting. He's an Olympian that just um, stopped. Um, he just uh, He's not Olympian anymore because, the, because of the mandates. He called me two days ago. Say, you know, It's been the roughest week. He was crying this whole week because his dreams as an Olympian is coming to an end because – he is not taking the vaccine. He was he participated in the 2018, and for 2022, he's not going to be able to do because of this. So, but he's going to be a part of the community, and he all, uh, he's excited about it. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, click the link in our description, um, and uh, check it out. And we would love to see you in there. Or the doors will be open for the next week, and we'll most likely be closing them again until our next community meeting, October 13th. Ross, so you just posted a video on Instagram, and uh, dude. I just watched it right before we started. Very impressive. The way that you just describe um, and, and tell a story, you, just, you really break it down where something that can be so complex where you can just basically, you just spoon feed it right to people. <laughs> and that's what you did in this video, describing what the media and what is happening on a global level. Um, explain, I would love for you to explain exactly what the video that you just posted. Well, sure. So... Basically, over the last year, two years, three years, it's become apparent that there is an ideological war that's being waged on a certain group of people. And so if you're not paying really close attention, you can kind of land at like, yeah, the media is a little biased and like obviously whatever. But when you really zoom into it, if you were to imagine right now that you've got two sides you got to, you know, think there's a line going up and down, down one piece of paper and you've got. 10 tallies on the left and 10 tallies on the right. And one means on the right, it's conservative on the left. It's, 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 it's the people on the left. Well, every like attack from the media and from the CDC and from the FDA and from the world health organization and from the current government and from the, 
uh, Hollywood and all that stuff has been attacks in one particular direction. So I'm going to give you some examples, right? They pull out deplorable, which basically means like should be condemned, right? They should be in jail, like that type. So that was like a cool thing that came out. And it was like, they're deplorable. Everybody laughed about it, you know, but you're talking about half the country when you said that. But no big deal. We're tough, so we let it roll off our back. Then... BLM hits the scene. Big things happen, and you're racist. If you know they, they were already calling Trump supporters racist, but then this just further solidified it. Who's the people that really resisted BLM because they were burning down cities? People that liked the cities, people that valued the country, and people that understood that the leader of BLM claimed to be a trained Marxist. And so yep. the purpose of Marxism is to tear down countries. They've done it everywhere. So if you hate BLM, you're racist. So now you're deplorable and racist because guess which side was most of the people that disliked BLM. Well, it wasn't both sides. It was only the conservative side that had like 85 to 95% of the conservative side. Now they're seen as racist. Then it was the that you're anti-gay somehow, that it became like you don't like gay people. And it's like, well, compared to what? Compared to, to, compared to me having to wear, because it wasn't just do you dislike gay people? It's do you absolutely approve of their lifestyle as equally as valuable to society as any other lifestyle? And it's like, well, hang on. This is like an ideological, sociological, anthropological, you know, anthropological question, whatever the word is. Like, that's like, that's such a detailed thing that you have to be like, okay, well, let's look at societies that embraced the destruction of the current model of households and families and say, is that always something that's better 50 years from now? And I don't know that I can agree to that yet. And neither should anybody else. That's definitely a multi, like that's a long dialogue of what has to happen as far as where, what we should be, what we should be in endorsing to our right. children. So obviously everybody on the conservative side is not just going to sign on the dotted line and go, yeah, let's te let's teach them at two years old that trans is the best way to be and that it's normal. Well, maybe that's not healthy to think that. Well, so then they demonize everybody on the conservative side because the left just goes along with it. And the people that were on the left that would be like, eh, I don't think I can agree with that. They were now homeless. So right. where did they move? In the eyes of the media and of the government and everybody, they moved to the conservative side. So now they're demonized too. So then what happened? And and, and then, to explain and not not to control, and explain that what we have like back in the nineties, we had the blue collared Democrats. Yeah, the unionized the Reagan. I might Democrats. not agree with you, but I will defend your right to say whatever you want to yes. my death. Because the and, stuff they used to be saying was we should allow gay people a place at the table. And the and the dumb old Republicans would be like, don't even mention gay people, you right. know, or whatever. And it's like, all right, but like they exist. So like we should be like, what does America allow for gay people? And so, can, you know, so that was the thing back in the day is letting them have a voice and letting them be. That's a liberal position. But now that's not the position of the left. The left is not you're allowed to talk about whatever you want. Yes. The left is either you toe the line with what we are saying is the new version of morality or get out of here. Yes. Or you're not allowed to speak or you or let everything us that teach, you say is hate speech. Let us teach your children at the age of four and five that they don't know what sex they are yet and they can decide. Like that that is what the left right. is doing. That's the expectation. Yes. That is that the, is is the, the exact to be in the group. To be in the squad, that has to be something that you sign the dotted line on uh, ideologically or else you're going to run into somebody eventually who's going to hate you so loudly that you'll cave. And you'll yep. either switch parties or you'll just be docile and submit, right? So that's another way. So what's happened even further is that they've demonized everybody with that. So now they're deplorable, Jordan. They're racist. 
and they're anti-gay, even though they're not really any of those things. Racism <laughs> used to mean that you thought your race was superior to another race. Now racism means if you don't actively participate in anti-racism, which means hating the American system because it was built on the built on the back of slavery. So therefore, if you're not tearing down America, you're complicit. So now they've requalified what 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 technically qualifies as racism, what technically qualifies as anti-gay, and what qualifies as deplorable. And now everybody on the right is that. So what else did they do recently? Hold on one second. So th I want I want to expand on this. We're living in a day, and as a, the perfect example, we're living in a day where Larry Elder, a black man that was raised in the ghetto, raised in the projects, yep. you have the LA Times, one of the biggest media organizations, calling him a white supremacist. They call so Owens they call a white supremacist. They probably call Ben Carson a white supremacist. Yep. Their neurosurgeon whose mother couldn't read, who grew up in the hood, right? Like, it's it's unbearable, dude, and the what, amount of... Anyway, no, yeah. and, no, no, you're right. And, and what you're saying, Ross, and what this also shows is that this isn't really about racism, about skin color. It is about ideology. That's what this is about. They are trying to separate it from an ideological standpoint in the label of racism, in the label of xenophobic, homophobic, like every single title Hillary Clinton used back in 2016. They are trying to use the labels that trigger the left that what that spark fear yep. in order to control them. Yep. And that is That's and that is what. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. Keep going, Ross. I just wanted to, to harp on so, that. So, yeah, but that's what they're, they're using, this metric system where they requalify things and then they frighten everybody about those things. And I'm going to give you a couple more examples. So right now we're just talking about the people that were on the right side of that thing I made you draw in your brain a second ago. All those tallies are what all of these ideological, uh, these these ideas that are pumped into us through Hollywood, through the... the uh, congressional speeches from all the Democrats and, and sometimes even Republicans. That's what's being pumped into us from the media. It's what's been pumped into us from music, from all of social media, from Google. That's where these things are coming to us. So you kind of have no way to escape it unless you want to be lumped into the conspiracy theories group. Because if you go use DuckDuckGo, everybody just already thinks you're a conspiracy theorist. If yeah. you want to find a different way to accumulate information and how genius is it of them to, to keep that up. But So let's go on to the next thing. So not only are you deplorable, racist, anti-gay, now, and you're not really any of those things, now they've just put out that if you are a, in March, they put out <laughs> that if you are a person who That's believes crazy. that you should take steps in order to violently resist if you believe that the government is overstepping its constitutional authority and attempting to establish a totalitarian regime. That is everything. I, the sentence that I just said is exactly what qualifies you as a domestic violent extremist. I want to wow. say that again. If you are a person who believes that you, the, the, or a person who takes steps to violently resist, if you believe the government is exceeding its constitutional authority and attempting to establish a totalitarian regime. If you're a person who plans ahead of time because wow. you think that's happening, then you qualify as a domestic violent extremist. Jordan, which 
Does that sound like the definition of the Second Amendment to you, yes or no? Yes. Great. So which side of the table that I made everybody make in their mind traditionally adheres to and believes in the purpose of the Second Amendment? Is it the left or the conservative side? The conservative side. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so now you've just demonized everybody on the yep. conservative side, at least 85% of them, as what? Not only are they deplorable, racist, anti-gay, now, because they align with something that has been there for 80, 90, 100 years in their understanding, I mean, longer in the court history of the country, but in their understanding, their grandfathers, our fathers, whatever, if you believe in the original purpose of the Second Amendment, you are now a domestic violent extremist if you were to take steps to actually act out that belief if you thought that they were doing that, right? Okay? Next thing that you and, are— And real quick, this, this kind of goes with what you're saying. Um, you know, and we've talked about how they are trying to silence one side. They're trying to silence one side here. And we know about YouTube. YouTube, well, maybe some might know, but yesterday YouTube took down, I'm reading this now, one million videos. They've taken down one million videos of any video that has any type of vaccine hesitancy. And Ron Paul, a duly elected senator for the United States of America, just tweeted out, that he is shocked that YouTube has completely removed his YouTube channel without any warning, strikes, or evidence due to casting vaccine hesitancy, even though he is a doctor, a physician himself. There yeah, is a, and there there is it a, is. And there it is. This is exactly the proof. And the same it, thing. Remember when they didn't let anybody hear about the Hunter Biden story? Yeah. Right wild. before the election. And they go, and now everybody finds out that it's true. And they banned New York Post from being able to even do things on Twitter because they mentioned it. Like, once again, it's the system attacking yep. one particular set of views. And now, so if you guys aren't sold yet that that's what's happening right now, we'll keep going. You weren't allowed, like, they banned the sitting president of the United States from being able to tweet. And they left up. Wow. <laughs> the leader of the Taliban. So, okay, never mind. We're going to keep going. So what else did they do? So the, the thing that I said about the taking steps to violently resist or whatever, that was put out by, I believe, the, domestic, uh, uh, the DHS, Department of Homeland Security. Yep. So another thing that the DHS put out was a terror threat. And this was what four, three months ago, maybe two months ago, three months ago, they Not put even. out a oh, terror no, no. threat. I think, and yeah, it's like six and eight weeks ago. And when they MSNBC talked about it, everybody talked about it. The two big highlights of what qualifies as things that you should view as a terror threat are anybody that that is uh, basically opposes the, the mandates, COVID measures, the co a co you know the COVID measures, which is COVID mandates. Well, which side does everybody think is against COVID measures? Well, probably the, conservative the side that side. has been a <laughs> yeah, conservatives, dude. So, okay, then what's the second thing that qualifies somebody as a terror threat? If they believe in that there's election integrity issues. If they believe in election fraud. If they believe, yeah, if they believe that Trump stole or Trump or yeah, they believe in election fraud, and also, right. or if, if they, they believe, believe that, that Trump, Trump should be Trump reinstated. reinstated, exactly. Right. So that that's another terror threat. Well, guys, do you see? It's not just like that's bad ideas. You're a terror threat. You're evil. You're not just a person with a dumb opinion who we have to shut down. No, 
your dumb opinion, your dumb opinion is so dangerous to have around that we have to call you terrorists. And right? this is and this is why Rihanna, when she, the shirt that she wore, she said, "Think now, while it's legal." It is you are becoming, and they are labeling just like they labeled us racist and homophobic and xenophobic and all of these titles with no evidence or any proof. Just like or they, they, or they just change the goalpost entirely. They they oh well, they do, but it's not even about actually. Like the, the definition of the word that they're labeling us doesn't make sense because it has nothing right. to do with the yeah. definition. It has in to do with – In 2015, before they changed the definitions. You're it, right. It, it, correct. It has to do with the ideology. And now what they're saying is if you think – if you just not produce or organize or even though that's still our free speech and First Amendment. If you just think the ideology, you are now – a domestic terrorist threat. Thinking is becoming illegal. And where this goes, and the reason why we have to stand up and say something now and start what it what did Ma the one thing Maggie said, the diamond from this last podcast that we had with Maggie that came out on Wednesday, Fog City Midge, the one diamond is the way you expose them is you shame them. And yeah. this and we and Every we will have to bit of attention in their face, expose what they've been doing in secret, all these elected yep. officials that are not doing what they should be doing. All of it. But They're, yeah, so we're so at you're war seeing for our minds. We yeah, Sorry, we are mean. at war for a country in a particular type of way. Every so now everybody, not only is everybody who's conservative, they are deplorable, they're racist, they're anti-gay, they're uh domestic violent extremists, they're terror threats, and then guess what else they are? Rachel Maddow, you know, talks about a while ago, she's talking to so many people that she has to rewire her brain because for so long, whenever I've seen somebody without a mask, I just think, oh my God, you're a threat or you're uninformed or you're whatever, and you're definitely unvaxxed. And so like then now you're a physical threat to people. You're actually a pariah. Well, which side of the table that we're talking about, Jordan, right. are the people who are unmasked? Who are the which sites? Not the lefties. And if it was, it was 15% of them. And now they've come to our side. And so they're getting shitted on too. So then what happens? Now they're now they're demonized as actually physically dangerous. And then what happens? Then they start going after their jobs. Then they start saying you are fired, even though Biden and Saki and uh, Pelosi and all these people have already said that it's immoral and wrong for the federal government to institute any kind of a vaccine mandate. They do it anyway. They do it sneakily so they can shove it in in these different weird ways. That happens. And then what do you do? That same base that everybody now the the racist, anti-gay, domestic violent extremist, terror threats, danger to your children, unvaccinated plague of people. Now what are you doing to them? You destroy their collective ability to have financial power. Wow. You destroy it. So what do you so how do those people fight back? They can't. They can't find back soon. Soon they have no collective ability to fundraise. Soon they have no ability to, to have their words spoken because they are literally uh, an outcast of society. That and guess who they're an outside uh, guess who they're an outcast against? Everybody who's listening, listening, it's not the conservatives are people who are against the left. They are people who are against the regime yep. that has consolidated power and destroyed their adversary by by brainwashing useful idiots with the media, with the government, 
with the CDC, with Hollywood, with uh, social media banning of difference and yep. difference of difference of opinions, and now you've got the regime who controls thought versus the free thinkers, and it is evil versus good, everybody. Wow. And I hope that this last twenty minutes mm. has helped you kind of realize the funnel that's occurred. And, well, and, and now and, we are fighting for our lives and for your children's lives. Get ready. It's it's so true. And this is why, I mean, we've been talking about this, that we have to start taking the steps and get educated and get more involved because you have to ask yourself, there's probably a lot of people that are listening, you're not naturally controversial or you really have never cared about politics or to even get involved. But you have to start asking yourself, what is the point? At what point? At what, fr what freedom do you have to lose that will finally get you to take that action and take that step? Is it being labeled a racist at your job? And you're like, you know what? That's it. I need to get involved. I want to do something. Is it your children now are forced to be vaccinated at, at, in order for them to go to school? Is it when they... Let's fast forward two years from now. They're showing up, showing up at your door because you're not vaccinated yet. Or is it when they're taxing you 80, 90% because we are now a socialist country and we're not there yet, but we can look at other countries, Australia, we can look at Canada. And I, I know that we talk about these other nations right now, but look at what they're going through. I watched a video this morning from Rebel News where, this, where they are just arresting people. It is a full-on police state. Imagine walking into your downtown area, your city, or whether it's, for me, it's Orlando, or you live in Los Angeles, or whatever city is, and you walk into your city, and there are thousands of cops all over the place. Yeah. And as they see you walk down, you're just going to get a coffee. You're, you're meeting your dad for lunch down there. Yeah, you, see, it, you see them put on gloves because yep. they're about to put hands on. Yep. And you see them from 30 yards away and they're, and, they're, and they're pulling their blue gloves out of their back left pocket and they're putting them on and they're talking to each other and they're walking towards you. And, they, and you're and like, the first I'm just question, hungry. What's going on? Yep. And the first question they ask is, um, let me see your ID. Oh, wait, hold on. Am I being under arrest? Let me see your ID. Hold on. What do you mean? Boom. You're arrested. You're on the floor. They're beating you. And you, you get fined and you go to jail because you were two miles out of your five-mile district of your house. That is what's going on in Australia right now. Yep. And this isn't to Five kilometers, the point which is three, which is 3.12 miles. If you go further than 3.12 miles to visit family or anything, you get arrested if they find out. They are on probation. The entire, I mean, you have the entire country of Australia, well, not the entire country of Australia, but the entire yeah. district of Melbourne, I think it's Melbourne and yeah, Victoria. Uh, Victoria they, they are on district probation where they're not allowed to it doesn't to matter leave. if it's not the whole thing. It doesn't matter. It, all that it's matters a testing is that ground. it's happening somewhere. That means it can be replicated with the same yep. type of ideology that allowed it to happen the first time. And we're not talking about Venezuela. We're not talking about North Korea. Yeah, this is Australia. The dudes that are basically <laughs> Americans but talk funny. <laughs> but talk funny. Like that's like everybody thought that about Australia. You know, fast forward to 1999. Australia is basically America over there. You know, that's kind of like the way that you think. That's the way that I thought. As dumb as that is, I don't care. I'm just talking about what the average person thinks. And, and the, point, the point of us bringing this up isn't to, to spark fear. It really isn't. 
No, it's because, to spark awareness so that you understand where you are. You need to know what's happening right now because it isn't far away, guys. They just they just replaced what nine? Is it seventy or ninety thousand workers in just New York? Uh, it's anywhere from seventy to hundred. I think they're underreporting. So, so first let's it was just 40. say seventy thousand yeah. people who have all conservative values were just replaced, and by who? The National Guard. <laughs> well, who's in the National Guard? Well, probably no one that has a problem with the vaccine mandate. They would have gotten out or something like that by now if they won't take the vaccine. So the military has even consolidated power to make sure that their ideology submits. It yep. bends the knee to what the current administration says. And if the current administration says that you're a terror threat, if you don't comply, well, then they fire you and they replace you with the military. And the well, National Guard comes in and does your job while you guys starve. And we just saw, I mean, I don't know if you guys read the report. I believe it's Lieutenant Colonel Scheffler. He was a, a colonel, or, and he spoke out. I mean, I think he was a level five of six. There's six levels in the military. He was a level five, very high in the military. One of my really good friends served with under him in, um, in Iraq. And he had nothing but amazing. He was like, he was the best person to serve under. And you have this man that spoke out, and he knew what was coming. He knew that he was going to most likely get discharged. He knew they would go after him, but they arrested him because he spoke the truth and went against the other side. And we see that also the, there was, I don't know if you saw the last Trump rally that just happened in Georgia a couple of days ago. And Trump randomly heard that the famous picture that back in Afghanistan where, I don't know if you remember that Marine, he was pulling up a baby to save the baby, to bring them up on, um, to, uh, to have them come on the plane. And so someone, a father, or just held their baby up and said, just take our kid. Kind of, honestly, like the story of Moses, where, um, jo jo is it Joseph? No, no, I'm sorry. Moses' mom put Moses in the, in the river and in it was Pharaoh's in the basket just to hope because he or she already knew my baby was going to die. And the Marine right. grabbed the baby, took the baby, saved him. And that Marine was there and Trump heard and had him come up on stage. And the Marine started crying on stage and just said, thank you so much for your guys support. I can't tell you how much this means. Thank you. And walks off stage. He, they, they, uh, Jack Posobiec just tweeted out that this Marine is now under investigation for showing up to this political rally. Insane, bro. Insane. They are politicizing our military. So the point of this, again, is not for fear. It is to spark awareness, but not just to spark awareness, to get involved. And there's a couple ways. Number one, you need to start, like, let's say you're, you're a parent and you have kids in school. Show up to the school board meetings. Make sure, even if you live in a red county, in a red district, there are still rhinos. And we want to make sure that they are starting to hear. Another way, become a precinct committee man. Get involved. I, last month, we had a precinct committee meeting, uh, committee meeting and the, the, the REC, the Republican executive, whatever, they brought their person that represents Florida. And they came up with the whole, like, hey, this is what we're going to do for election integrity. And I'm telling you. First of all, normally like 20 people show up to these meetings. There's like 80 there, 80 or 100, just in our little district, tiny little district. And it turned into a huge, I mean, it was a chaotic meeting. There was no 
people started yelling, what, what, do you believe the election was stolen? Are we using the same machines? Don't bring this BS to, to us. Talk about just poll workers or we're going to add security to these. No, are the machines, uh, I ran the polls. They were connected to the internet. It was chaos. The people are ready, but we need to get more people involved because I'm telling you, the Republican Party ain't going to do it. They want to be comfortable. They want it easy. Yep. They want it smooth. They it's have the Walmart manager, fat yep. and happy. Yep. What do you got to do? You have to make everything so uncomfortable that it has to shock them into alarm immediately rather than how do I cover up what I've been doing? So it has to be swift. It's got to be quick. It's got to be 100% pressure. And you got to have resources. You got to have the ability to connect with people. So start making those connections now. I agree. And, and again, what we're also creating if you are like, I want to get more involved, I want to start learning, I want, but I need a community of people to do this with that I can learn from, I'm telling you guys, check out our community platform. Not only is it supporting our movement and our organization, you're also supporting us. But more than that, we have given so much content, not even just content, we are, we are um, we have organized in a way on this community for you to connect with so many different people all over the country that you can share resources with, do classes with, education, connection, activation. And if you are a part of this community, not only are we going to get to know you more on a personal level, but you will get activated and you'll feel confident when you do. You'll learn what other people are doing, how they're getting engaged, how they're making progress. We'll share stories, share information, and we want you a part of it. So again, there's a link in our description or you can click on our community platform. Um, and there's also a, a link to also sign up for our next community meeting. Sign up for it. It's October 13th. So click that link and then also check out the community platform. Ross, that was so good, man. I, I love this. I think, I mean, we're 45 minutes in right now or 44 minutes. I think we can call it from here. Uh, you have any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? No, not yet. Um, not yet. I, I don't, you know, I think it's just good to give bird's eye view about what's really happened over the last four years and to let everybody know where it's at now and uh, where it's at now is not good so prep it's not good but we are i think we're gonna i think we're gonna win though i do too we are the resistance we're just gonna get sick of the nonsense we are the resistance we're getting sick of the nonsense we're starting to learn how to get involved and how we can make a difference and remember they want us to fear what they do not fear they want us to fear what they do not fear. We love you guys, and we will see you next Wednesday.